Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the podcast. This is the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time, and this week we are joined by my wonderful friend, Claire. Claire, how are you? Good. How about you? Well, thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for coming on. This is such a joy. Um, can you tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself and your faith journey? Sure. Um, well, I am entering grad school at Rutgers University in the fall. Um, Faith-wise, uh, for the past year, I've been involved at St. Norbert's Parish in Paoli, Pennsylvania, uh, I do Bible study there. Uh, I'm on their worship team and I sing choir. Um, Prior to that, I was very involved at the Newman Center at Westchester University, which is where I met Jenna. Yeah. Um, What's your, because like you're a musician, you're going to grad school for music. Yeah. What's been the relationship for you in your life between music and your faith? Like, how has that sprung up? Like, doing music at church, that's kind of how music all began for me. So it's all, like, my whole career and, like, my passions and stuff, it's all been, like, rooted in faith, which I think has proven to be more fruitful for me, like, as a musician and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, very, like, the very first musical thing I did was, like, singing in children's choir and just, like, singing at church, like, with my parents and stuff. That's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've, and I think that's how you and I became such good friends is that that like yeah. our music and faith is is so interconnected yeah. for us yeah. like, I love that even like doing secular music like uh like mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know I'm like exercising like my gifts and just like uh just like making like beautiful things like in the world that like God created so like I, I can still like tie it in even when it's not like inherently like a faith activity mm-hmm. yep which is very so, cool very cool all right. Well, shall we dive on in to this week's readings? Okay. So the first reading this week is from Isaiah chapter 66, verses 18 to 21. All right. Thus says the Lord, I know their works and their thoughts, and I come to gather nations of every language. They shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them. From them, I will send fugitives to the nations, to Tarshish, Put, and Lud. Moshash, Lubal, and Javan, to the distant coastlands that have never heard of my fame or seen my glory. And they shall proclaim my glory among the nations. They shall bring all your brothers and sisters from all the nations as an offering to the Lord on horses and in chariots and carts upon mules and dromedaries to Jerusalem, my holy mountains, says the Lord. Just as the Israelites bring their offering to the house of the Lord in clean vessels, some of these I will take as priests and Levites, says the Lord. Anything stick out to you there, Claire? Um, 
like my brain kind of went in two directions, like, um, like thinking about like fugitives and refugees, but also, um, the, I guess the thing I, I'm thinking about the most is just, um, that, that, that people are be, like be sending people to other lands to proclaim his name. That's like really relevant for me right now. Uh, someone who's, uh, moving mm. so that, that kind of really struck me. Yeah. I love what you said about the refugees seems like so, uh, prevalent in, t- in like what's happening, you know, today. Yeah. Um, and that Isaiah is a prophet that's speaking to the Jews that are in exile. So his, uh, most of the prophets are. So like they're, the goal of God for them is to let the people know that they are going to be brought back into their promised land eventually. And that it's not all hopeless and that God's going to bring, you know, them all back together. Yeah. Um, there's one line that stuck out to me. Um, oh, they shall bring all your brothers and sisters from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, um, to Jerusalem, my holy mountain. Um, so again, like that, like, I just love that image of the gathering of the nations, no matter where they're from, we're all going to be brought together all be together yeah like like there's like divisions now but eventually we'll all be together Mm. yeah yeah lovely yeah cool yeah anything else about this one you want to mention um i guess like what's really like sticking out to me too is uh just like like the trust like among the people that like he's sending like that just like that's really sticking out to me right now actually like uh i was at my bible study last night and i was reflecting a lot on that, like, God's, like, like, gonna send you wherever, like, he wants to send you, and you just mm. have to be ready to plant seeds, and, like, it's okay to, like, be uncomfortable and stuff, and, like, yep. just, like, let guide you wherever he's gonna send you and stuff like that. Mm. So relevant for you right now in your move. Yeah, definitely. That's like, awesome. I'm very, where I am right now, I'm, like, very comfortable, and soon, like, everything's gonna be very new for me, but like I've had all this time to be comfortable and like mm-hmm. blossom and stuff like that. So I got to send it outward. I guess, I guess it, it's hard. I'm like talking with my hands, but nobody can see that. But it's okay. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Yeah. And to like, Yay. not to lean into the uncomfortable, like to acknowledge the fact that like I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to work with, going to work with it and going to yeah. admit to it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Awesome. All right. Shall we go into the second reading? You're going to read this one. So it's Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 to 7, and then verses 11 to 13. No problem. I got (laughs) Where are you at? Hebrews. Here we go. Hebrews 12. Okay, we're good. All right. So, you have also forgotten the exhortation addressed to you as sons. My son, do not disdain the disciple of the Lord or lose heart when reproved by him. 
For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? At the time, all discipline seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later it brings peace, the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight a path for your feet, that what is lame may not be dislocated, but be healed. Mm, I love that reading. That, this is a good one. This is, this is fruitful, very fruitful. Yeah. What sticks out in you there? Like, it's such a, it's just the whole thing, such a good reminder. Like, like we see like discipline and like pain as like something that's bad, but, and it kind of connects to the first reading. They always do that so well. Um, oh yeah. Um, but like you, 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 like, like you were saying before, I like how you say like, you have to like lean into what's uncomfortable and like, mm. like, like pain and discipline is uncomfortable. You have to like lean into it. Cause that's like, he's using the, the pain and the discipline to make you stronger and like make you the person that like he wants you to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, for whom the, the verse that stuck out to me, for whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. Like it's because yeah. he loves us that we go through trials and that he refines us, right? In that refiner's fire. Because if he didn't care about us, he certainly wouldn't care to discipline us and to um, correct us when we do something wrong. It's very, it's very like, like, it's a very like child parent. Like it's, it's very yes. child for us. Yeah. Yeah, which we are. We like, we like stamp our feet and they're like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because I love you. Yeah. And we're like, I feel like we're in a culture that's so quick to um, avoid not even just not even pain, but just discomfort. Like by all yeah. means necessary, we want to avoid discomfort. And of course we should. Like if you're bleeding out on the side of the road, I'm not saying you should stay yeah. there. But but like we're so quick to shy away from discomfort like uncomfortable situations when in fact that might be the exact situation that God's using to. Yeah. To that's how you have, that's what you have to do to grow. And like, like with the, like our culture is very centered around like instant gratification. So you're like, I just want to feel better now, but sometimes like, mm-hmm. that's not what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that stuck out to me here was it's, it remind when I was reading it, I was seeing like visuals of the crucifixion, like the the exact word choices that the author uses, like he scourges every son he acknowledges, like Jesus was scourged. Um, And then so strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Like I just see the cross and how his, his arms are drooping and, you know, his, his knees wow. were breaking. That's, that's really beautiful. Isn't yeah. that really interesting? I don't know. I just thought like that language is really like at those. Well done. well done, Peter. Good job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like who, you know, at those moments where you feel physically broken, remember that Jesus was literally like broken. Yeah. It's a reminder for like your unity at the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, I like I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, what a good reading. I feel like I haven't heard that before. I need to read yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right, shall we head on to the gospel? 
main event. Main event, which is Luke chapter 13, verses 22 to 30. I'm good to go. All righty. Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught uh, and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourself cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. Anything stick out to you there? Uh, verse 24, it was like the real pop out for me. Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Like for me, it's about like like taking the road less travel, following the straight and narrow. That that really stuck out to me. Which can be so difficult. Uh, again, yeah. like, with everything happening today, like politically and, and whatever, there are so many times that, I feel, and I'm sure you feel like, okay, am I the only one that's like standing up for this thing that I, that I know is right? You know what I mean? But it's, it literally feels like everyone else around me feels the complete opposite of me. Too, like, like there'll be like certain like issues that I believe in really strongly, but everybody else that seems to be like believing in that go about it the wrong way too. So then it's really mm. hard. Like you really feel like you're on your own. Yep. Yep. Um, and there's two like, very definitive paths in our country and neither of them are exactly right. And yeah. You're like, Where do I? Yeah. Amen, girl. That, yeah. that is, the, that is the struggle. That's the struggle. Um, but yeah, I find I'm reassured by this passage. That's that reminds me that like, even though it is the road less traveled and that there might not be a lot of people walking that road with me, Maybe that is the road to heaven. The road you, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. The, not like not men strong enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that to me was the connection. That verse where he says, "I tell you, um, many will attempt, but will not be strong enough." That reminded me of the, the the passage that we just read. Like, in order to become strong enough to walk through that narrow gate. We have to allow ourselves to be refined by God. That was to me was like a strong connection yeah. to that second reading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, they all just they all, they all just connect. connect. Um, yeah, and this is a I mean, it's a tough reading. It's not that these people coming asking to go through the door have never seen Jesus before. It says we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. So these are people that spent time with Jesus. Uh, like, knew Jesus. Yeah, knew him well. And yet, 
he calls them, he says, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. That's rough. That's, that's tough. That's very striking. The yeah. thing with whale grinding of teeth, you know, you know, that's going to be a toughie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is literally the kiss of death. That is the, that is hell, the definition of hell. And that's, yeah, it's tough because uh, it's not enough to just know him, even to just sit in his company. It's, yeah. are you going to make those decisions? That yeah, make the sacrifice and do what's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, yes what's uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. That's like an image, like I really, like a concept, I guess, that I really struggle with. Like, I just, I don't know, like, I feel like so aware of like, god's mercy like it's just so extreme to think about like people being condemned like just like that's that's always been a concept i've had trouble like wrapping Mm. Mm. and i i think it goes back to like what is condemnation is it is it god saying like damn you to the hellfire or is it us just freely choosing to reject his love reject what yeah yeah. What he's offering us. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a good way to think about it. Like I never thought about it like that. Like not think about like God condemning, but think about like us choosing. That's something I've been thinking about a lot. Like like I'm I'll be like in prayer and I'm like, I want this, I want this. But then I, I literally say to God, I'm like, well, let's be real. Like my ideas are never really that good. Like let's just we'll just go with <laughs> <laughs> Your ideas are good, Claire. Sometimes. But, 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 you know, he'll place in your lap or in your mind. Yeah. yeah. His will. Yeah. Anything oh. else you want to mention about this one? Um, I think that, that, was, that was what I got. That's good. good. Okay. So reflecting on all these readings from this week, do you have something like a challenge for us as we go forth into Mass uh into the rest of the week what can we take away from this i think like like for sure what's really sticking out to me is like leaning into like what's uncomfortable like of course like Mm -hmm. if you have a serious problem like you should like try to get it like fixed or mended but like just like something in your life that's like challenging uh like i know for me personally like i'm coming into a lot of change just like leaning into that and trying to figure out like, how is this going to make me stronger? Like how can like God use this? Like how can he use me like through this situation? Mm-hmm. Yep. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Claire. This has been wonderful. But it just like, like it wasn't even me talking. It was just like the Lord. Exactly. That's, that's the goal. That's why we pray beforehand. Cause we want him to, he's going to speak through our conversation. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. 
You can also check out a shower of roses podcast.com for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week.